Hello, and welcome to the Empress Podcast. I am your host, Jessica, known in the online space as Jess the Empress. I started this podcast to help you be present with yourself, cope with chaos, and simplify your life. I do this by combining psychology, behavioral science, and the tarot. I have a background in mental health, specifically a master's in clinical social work from USC, and I'm a professional tarot reader. So get ready to have a nurturing, creative, and empowering experience with me as we use practical magic. Hello, friends. How are you? I hope you are okay. So I'm sitting in bed. This is not going to be a video podcast or YouTube. Just us hanging out. Imagine... We have tea or coffee, and we're just talking. We're just chilling. So I brought something to Instagram. I made this super cute little reel, but I thought I would also expand on it on my podcast. So here we are. I am talking about the four things that your next level self or your higher self is already doing. So first, I just want to define higher self or next level self. When we look into the future, we have a version of ourselves that we are trying to be like right now, or we're working toward that version of ourselves, And it's like a higher version of where we're at, right? Because we're not trying to be worse off than we are. <laughs> we're trying to be usually better than or maintain, right? So I talked about these four things. Because I really do feel like these are things that we often forget, but that our next level self or higher self, they're pretty much constantly doing. And so let's get into it. The first thing is goal setting. I've talked about goal setting before, but I expanded on on this by just saying this goal doesn't have to be about production. So this doesn't need to be, oh, I need to write these 15 pages. Oh, I need to submit this stuff for work. Oh, I need to clean the house. It can be a goal as simple as in between tasks, I'm going to pause and I'm going to take a breath. I'm going to take my dog out. And when I do, I'm going to look at the sky and I'm going to, I'm going to intentionally notice the details on my walk, right? It could be, I am going to spend an extra five minutes hanging out with my kids, you know, with their building blocks or whatever. I am going to call my partner once a week at their office and just check in and say, I love them. These goals can be very simple. <clears throat> excuse me, but they can often make a huge difference in our lives. And I feel like we overlook them. So now is the time to start looking at the little goals that you want to set for yourself and don't play small, really set yourself up for success by having an action plan of how are you going to make that happen, right? What are the things in between the end goal and the beginning that you're going to have to do to accomplish the goal? But sitting down, getting really clear, and writing a list and holding yourself accountable is what your next level self is doing. Second thing is expressing gratitude. So gratitude is a life-changing game. It really is. And I'm not saying that it is a fix-all or that 
we should force ourselves to be grateful for things when we're not genuinely grateful. But when we slow down and when we look at what's around us and when we get out of our heads, we can usually find things to be genuinely grateful for. Even if it's one thing, your next level self, your highest version of yourself is expressing gratitude. So I want to be clear that we don't have to rush into gratitude as well. Like let's say something super crappy happens. I've seen a lot of people do this where they're like, I'm so grateful for this. And it's like, come on, (laughs) like, and you know, they're not right. So I don't want, I don't want you to be in that position of where you feel like you have to be grateful for something that, um, just, you're not grateful for. I find that gratitude for the simple things makes a huge difference. It could be that you have cleaning products to clean your house with. It could be that you have running water, electricity, that you have a nice or decent neighborhood that you live in or a nice decent park that's maintained, that you have enough food in the fridge for now, right? So really just going into that gratitude practice on a day-to-day basis is what your next level self or your higher self is doing. Do not skip the gratitude practice. It is so calming and it's so clarifying, I feel, too, to just know that yeah, you could focus on the chaos or you could focus on the things that are okay and you can open up your heart and you can, again, express thankfulness for what is going well, even if it's one thing or something that you have. The third thing is compassionate self-evaluation. And this is where it's different than goal setting. So compassionate self-evaluation is sitting yourself down and having a real talk with yourself. This is also known as shadow work, but you identify your triggers and you try to understand why you have them. And then you want to understand what you want to do about them. So we know that journaling about our triggers is one of the most effective ways of clearing the trigger. And this is why I assign writing homework to all of my clients and to you guys here on the podcast. But compassionate self-evaluation is not sitting yourself down and beating yourself up. It is not forcing yourself to confront something that you're not ready to confront. It is not blaming other people or yourself for the things that have gone wrong. It's not um, being so harsh and judgmental on yourself and calling yourself names. It's not bullying yourself into change. That's not compassionate self-evaluation. What is compassionate self-evaluation is being present and understanding that triggers are normal. You're going to have some types of feelings that are very active or very strong or very potent, and you can get curious about that. You can lean in. The good news is, since we all have triggers, it's pretty normal. There's nothing wrong with you to have a trigger. And We don't always have to do something about our trigger, but being aware of our triggers is a great place to start. In my opinion, I haven't seen a full absolute truth around, there's a saying on the internet about you're triggered and if if you're triggered by other people, you need to look deeper in yourself. Sometimes that is true, but it's not an absolute truth. If someone is an asshole, it doesn't mean that you're an asshole. You're allowed to be bothered by an asshole, like point blank period. You're allowed to feel anger 
you're allowed to feel self-protective. You're allowed to want to distance yourself from them. And that can happen from a triggered place. So, so let's not overanalyze again, like let's be compassionate. And the other thing too is in compassionate self-evaluation, you don't always need an explanation for things. I learned this in therapy with myself and with other people. What's the point of constantly digging, 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 trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out when that energy could be spent accepting and, and going through your day? It is not compassionate to dig stuff up if you are not ready. It's not compassionate to dive deep if you don't have the resources to hold the depth of where you're going that's abusive. <laughs> so don't abuse yourself by feeling like you have to do shadow work all the time. You need to have a safe place to process this and you need to open up into curiosity and you need to know when to draw the line and say, okay, I'm done trying to figure this out. All I know is that I'm triggered. I feel this way. Now let me go back to figuring out what I want to do about it. And that's where your game plan comes in. This is where you get to choose how you want to respond, the story that you want to tell yourself about the trigger and what, again, you want to do moving forward with your behavior, thoughts, and feelings surrounding this. And journaling is, again, one of the best ways that you can soften your energy or the like soften that trigger point so that it's not so intense and painful every single time that it comes up. And this is clinically proven. There are a ton of studies that show this. So this isn't something that I'm just saying. Um, I do listen to and watch the Huberman Lab podcast. And in one of these recent episodes, they back up stuff that we learned in grad school about journaling your triggers and journaling tra traumatic experiences to lessen the emotional impact it has on you day in and day out. So Again, if you if you ever want help doing that, let me know. I'll totally like do a session with you and we'll just hammer that out together. And you'll notice like, okay, these are words on paper. This is not the experience. Like the experience already happened. It's just locked in my body. And it's very challenging to go through this, but it's compassionate because you deserve to live life more free. You de you deserve to live life without that emotional attachment and that constant emotional roller coaster surrounding your triggers. And then lastly, the fourth thing, the excuse me, the fourth thing is celebrating the small things often. And I say small things because I really mean that in the same way we're expressing gratitude, in the same way that we're creating these little goals and pushing ourselves forward, we are also celebrating the small things. Gratitude is a little bit different than celebration. Gratitude, I find, is like thankfulness, which I think is amazing. And again, like we need it. When it comes to celebrating the small things, like the other day, I put something on my Instagram story. I have been consistent in putting on my sunscreen because one of my goals this year for myself is better skincare. And so putting on sunscreen is a part of having better skincare for me, for my like plan. And I celebrated that when I was putting it on, I was like, Oh shit, you go girl. Like you've been doing this for like weeks on end. Hell yeah. You're taking the steps that matter. You're not listening to your excuses. Yes. Go girl, go. So that was my inner narrative. And that's what I want for you as well. When it comes to no matter what, if it's drinking water first thing in the morning, if it's doing 10 jumping jacks, if it's, Oh my God, I got all my groceries this time and didn't forget anything. <laughs> like whatever it is, it's, it's worth celebrating. That's my point. It's worth celebrating. So 
I feel like society tells us we can't celebrate something if it's small because then it's like, I don't know. It's this weird rule of like, don't celebrate the small things because the small things don't matter when I think that's just such bullshit because I feel like the small things day in and day out are what matter the most because they accumulate to a big win in the end. You know what I mean? And then also this thing of like, we have to wait until the end to celebrate. Uh, no, the fuck we don't (laughs) Uh, No, the fuck we don't. Nope. No, I just refuse to believe that. So I do not accept that as a part of my reality. I will celebrate something the moment that I started. Like, hell yeah, you are getting your content creation ready, Jess. You're putting new stuff out there. Who knows what it's going to require of you? You're probably going to be tired, but you know what? You're showing up for yourself. So fuck yeah, you're doing it. Go, girl, go. And like, I cheerlead myself and I celebrate myself. Like, it's a win to even have this idea and put it down on paper. It's a win to start. A lot of people don't look at life like that because they have to wait until the end to celebrate. And fuck, I mean, life is hard. So why am I just like, (laughs) why am I putting off a fun and celebration? Oh, you guys, you have to know this. I got this gold glitter for drinks. I know it's extra, but it's also like very Leo of me. So it tracks. If you know me, it tracks. But I, um... I will do a mocktail with like the gold glitter. And let me just tell you, like even just sparkling water and gold glitter on ice, like it's a game changer. It's a game changer. So when I want to be fancy, when I want to be cute, I will make myself a little sparkling bubbly water and put my gold glitter in it and be like, hey girl, celebrate it. Honestly, celebrate getting through a long day. Moms and dads out there, celebrate getting through a long day because y'all doing the most. Y'all are doing the most. And I'm just so like, in awe because I can't, (laughs) but you deserve to be celebrated. You deserve to celebrate yourself at least. Maybe not put the expectation for society to celebrate you, but you can celebrate you, right? Just like society might say, oh, it's so lame that you want to celebrate, you know, like the first steps of something because it hasn't quote unquote amounted to anything yet, but I'm not going to let that stop me. So don't let anyone, including me, stop you from celebrating you. So your highest self, your best version of yourself is celebrating, celebrating the small wins, giving yourself a high five, giving yourself a pat on the back, literally saying sweet and kind things to yourself to cheerlead yourself on and to congratulate yourself. Because let's be real, if you're not doing it, I mean, you might not be getting it as much as you want from other people. So do it for you, right? Uh, yeah, we're wrapping. This is the end of the episode. <laughs> I hope that It inspires you to just reach a little further for that version of yourself that's honestly, it's already inside of you. Um, It really does exist. So today, if you hit all four of those things, then you're your best version of yourself. And if you don't hit those, then just at least be compassionate. And that's still a really good version of yourself. It's honestly still the best version of yourself. It's not like you have to do these every single day, but when we're incorporating these practices in our lives, we're on a trajectory of growth and we have a flexible mindset. And this is so, so, so important to mental health and well being, flexible thinking, and just stretching ourselves a little bit more, going a little bit deeper for the parts of ourselves that we know are available. But this is a disciplined practice. And guess what? No one is born with discipline. It's going to feel kind of crappy in the beginning, but you can do it. I'm here for you. And if you need help with the shadow work exercises, or if you want someone to be there with you as you journal 
that self-evaluation and just like look at those triggers, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. I absolutely love doing that in session with my clients. I feel like they get a lot out of it because we talk about it together and we honestly just laugh the shame away. We just normalize the shame because like who doesn't have it? It's just easier to do with a friend. It's just easier to do with a person who's like seen it all. You know what I mean? Um, But anyway, I'm here for you. So if you want to book a one-on-one, you can text me at 1-909-619-2831 and we can set that up. That's my business phone line. But otherwise, I'm encouraging you. I am supporting you and I love you. Okay. Bye.